This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Tiesta Tea. Tiesta Tea was started to revolutionize the way people consume tea. Finding the right tea should be simple. What will it do for me, and what will it taste like? By focusing on function and flavor, Tiesta Tea makes tea approachable and easy to understand. Tiesta Tea created five functional categories based on the health benefits that each blend naturally gives you. And with a variety of flavors within each function, there are blends to fit every taste and lifestyle. Use code TMIGOS20 for 20% off your first order on TiestaT.com. That's TMIGOS20. Welcome to the TMIGOS podcast, the show where we talk life while enjoying tea. Today, I talked with Danielle of the Tea and Me blog. Tea and Me is a blog dedicated to exploring tea deeper while experimenting and having fun. Danielle and I discussed a whole bunch about tea, specifically matcha, her tea journey, tea experiments, and what makes the perfect cup of tea. Check out her work on Instagram at Tea and Me blog or on her website at teaandmeco.com. That's teaandmeco.com. And enjoy the show. Danielle, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Vince? So good. I'm so good. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us. I'm really excited to, you know, you're like, I'm trying to think, I think you're like the first true tea enthusiast that I have on the show. And oh, I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little honored. Um, I feel like you've had some really interesting guests before. So I was... I was very uh, happy when you reached out uh, that we could connect further. This is the first time I'm actually uh, talking to you in person. I know that too. We've because we connected. I don't know like exactly when, but I remember you were one of like the first few people because I started my Instagram back in just over a year ago, and you were one of like the first people I remember connecting to within the tea community. And we've just been like talking via Instagram a lot and I've seen like all your videos. So I knew who you were, like I knew who I was talking to, but I never have had the chance to talk with you. So thank you. Of <laughs> Here <course>. we are. <laughs> Here. Oh goodness. Here we are. <laughs> oh goodness. Exactly. Exactly. So what are we, okay. What are we drinking today? My second, I'm like, I should be shaking. I feel like with the amount of caffeine I've already had today, I'm having matcha. Um, I made a mistake with this recording and I thought it was an hour ago. So I I was prepared with my matcha then and I'm prepared again. So now I'm just caffeinated. That's not (laughs) a problem in my perspective. (laughs) No, we'll see if I start like really. Yeah. We'll see in an hour. Yeah. We'll see what happens by the end of the show. But I know I was, I was the same way except for I purposefully had a cup of matcha like right when I woke up. I did, I did a little meditation this morning, and I was like, ooh, it'd be nice to have a matcha while meditating. And I did that, and it led to, at the end of the meditation, I was starting to get like excited and antsy and bouncy. And so I was like, okay, I think the meditation's done. I'm going to start getting after some things. And- <laughs> I. I like to joke that my personality uh, at work, they, they tell me I'm very high energy and I, I know I am regardless of my caffeine consumption, but I like to joke around that it's just like I have an IV of tea going at all yes. times, 
this is just the caffeine talking. Um, so I feel like my personality is very much is around caffeine, unfortunately. Mm. Not unfortunately, but yeah. it just happens. Do you dabble at all with coffee? No? Good. In, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, in college, I had an 8 a.m. class that occasionally, I don't, sometimes those 8 a.m. classes just hit you the wrong way. I tried to stack my um, my classes so I would be done by 12 and I'd have the rest the of the day. Way. Yeah. I was always tired. So occasionally I would get a hot chocolate with a shot of espresso. So I guess mm. when I when I did have coffee, it was like all in, yeah. but I haven't touched it since. I would just be so jittery after. Yes. I didn't like it. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way. Kind of like I like I now like the flavor of coffee, but the, the feeling is too much for me. So, but when I do occasionally um I started dating a girl who really likes coffee too. And so she got me into cold brews and oh. cold brews are, again, you're going all in with a cold brew coffee. It's uh, I, I didn't realize that when I started drinking it and like halfway through a cold brew, I was bouncing off every wall and yeah, it was, it was a little wild, but I do. Okay. So I want to talk about matcha because oh. first off. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had to ask you about the coffee stuff because <laughs> I don't know I was more curious curiosity than anything because um, yeah. so first off you're doing a really cool thing this year where you kind of are matching a tea with a month mm -hmm. and it just happens to be matcha March which first off great name perfect perfect for the naming but yeah. also I'm really happy we're doing this in March because I love matcha. And so when you said this, I was really excited to talk with you about matcha. So first off, I guess let's, what inspired this idea to do this? So um, I've been blogging now for over two years. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I was getting a little discouraged about with myself is my inability to sometimes research a tea as much as I want to um, when I'm drinking it. And so um, someone would be referencing a tea and kind of talk about its original name. Um, so I, I mean, a good example is kind of like a smoky black tea. You could just say it's smoky black or you could say it's Lapsang Sushang. Um, mm. And I want to know the actual like titles of the teas. And so that's kind of where it sparked, where I was a little disappointed in myself that I wasn't at the point that I wanted to be. And I feel like the next step in my tea journey is to start looking further into the teas. And um, in a way to not overwhelm myself, I'm kind of choosing one per month, um, starting in February. So I had a whole month to research. Yeah. And that was masala chai. And it's just crazy. Like, I feel like I'll never know. I'll never know everything about anything, but like, yes. Wow. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, it's just kind of what I, I was very interested and I like writing things down. That's how I learn. Um, so I thought if I write things down, why not share it for other people yep. to also learn and, and take part of the journey. So for matcha, I, I've, I had a love-hate relationship with it in the beginning. It's a very acquired taste. Um, yeah. <laughs> some people are like, oh, it's so grassy. Some people are like, it's so... My, my mom doesn't really like it. She just thinks it's very harsh. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just like, oh, you haven't had the right one. 
But yeah, that's kind of what I'm at too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this one, I want to really, I wanted to dive into really the origin, and the, there's just such a rich history behind matcha and really any tea, but especially matcha and the culture that is actually made. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that uh, I I love that. That's um, matcha was one of those that I fell in love with. I think the first time I drank it. And I, f- I feel like it was like I'm one of those r- rare exceptions, I guess, because most people, like you said, have. I think I just had someone message me recently, like just tried matcha for the first time and it tastes like day old grass clippings. <laughs> and I was like, harsh, but I get it. <laughs> I get it. I love and, those type of descriptions, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Anyone who's not very... um. Like so, sometimes I feel like you you can get very caught up in the, some of the technical aspects of tea, mm-hmm. and so one time my brother smelled a tea and he's like, "This smells like uh, an, a, a president from like the 1920s had tea in a old mansion." Like he just said like this really random description yeah. of it. I'm like, I, I guess I can see that. That's original. Super specific, yeah. Too. <laughs> it's like you thought about that. You really, really thought about that description. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> just, Mat- just a little bit. Just a little bit. Matcha was a thing that, uh, a tea that I, I will admit, I did not like it as much at first. I, I thought mm-hmm. I was brewing it wrong. I I think I got in my head a little bit because I didn't have the proper teaware at first. So, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't have the whisk. I didn't have the proper bowl. Um, and I think sometimes when you don't have the right tools, it's very easy for you to be like, oh, I'm not doing this right, so it's not going to taste right, or mm-hmm. just kind of go down that path. Um, and, but, I, you know, I grew to like it. <laughs> it's, yeah. After a while, you, you start going, all right, this grass kind of tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels good, too. Like, that's, yes. I, think, I think that's what drew me to it majority i kind of pushed through the maybe the flavor and so i just remember liking how i felt afterwards and so i kept once you drink something long enough you're eventually you're going to change your taste buds and you're going to like it so um so that's that's one positive thing but i guess like you you mentioned the the tools used for matcha um now i'm kind of aware but i'm i'm going to be honest like like I said, you, I, I feel like you're a step, like five steps ahead of me when it comes to like tea knowledge. And so let's, let's take us th- or take everyone through the, like what the proper tools are. And I'm, I might be spot. challenging you. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Cause I, all I know is like, there's, you're supposed to drink it with a bowl and you're, you use the whisk. So, but like, mm-hmm. wh- do you know like the history behind like what the bowl is? Like why use the bamboo whisk? Like what's that? about so i know bits and pieces of it i'm still piecing a lot of it together i'm going to refer to them as more of their common terms instead of the more authentic ones mostly because i don't think i could pronounce it at all and (laughs) i don't (laughs) i understand i I want to be invited back i don't want to slaughter (laughs) words (laughs) yes um so i think the uh the first part is definitely the bowl um and, and and any of this information, I'm just learning. I'm part of, this is part of my journey. Um, so please don't take offense if I get this completely wrong. <laughs> um, I was actually talking to someone earlier today, and she was telling me how originally in like tea ceremony, it was a lot about this fancy tea where it's almost very show-offy. 
Um, mm -hmm. And slowly it became more about the actual practice, about the mindfulness that came from it. And one of the, uh, one of, um, I can't remember the person, but one of the, the people who were, who were practicing started kind of making it in a, a bowl that was shaped like a rice bowl, um, which is very common that everyone will have one that's in that shape. Um, and again, whether this is true or not, I just think that's yeah. an awesome little tidbit oh, of information. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was looking at mine. I was like, oh, can I, can I have rice in this? I know, right? <laughs> I I'm, just, I'm just thinking about that right now. I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, so that, that was part of it. And the texture, a lot of it is based off of your own personal preference. Um, like mm. this one, the one that I have is a little bit more smooth on the outside mm -hmm. and glazed, but the inside is actually a rougher texture. Um, yeah. And that's just all part of it. Apparently, they're normally about five inches in diameter. Um, right? Yeah, diameter. I'm trying to remember like geometry and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's like the common aspects of the bowl. Um, okay. From what I know, this is. Is there a specific reason it's five inches? Do you know, or is that just kind of like a standard? I think that's so you have enough room to properly whisk it. If you yeah. have too much smaller, I used to do it on a smaller, just like um, just like you know, a random bowl in my house, and it was so much harder. You were hitting the edges, and I felt like with every hit, I was injuring my whisk. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's I. I think. Yeah, I haven't no, gotten makes... to that part yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're only on, uh, I think it's March 6th. So you still got a lot of time left to, yeah. to discover all this. And like you said, you're that's the beauty. I think this is a really cool endeavor you're on because I'm the same way. I've gotten super, one, I've learned a whole bunch. But the more I learn the more I realize, oh my gosh, I know nothing <laughs> and I want to know more. And, I, yeah. When I started blogging, my my brain had thought, I, I thought that I knew so much uh, about tea. You, you think you do because you're like, all right, I'm going to start a blog. This mm -hmm. will turn into something great. And then you start getting a little bit more in the community and you start going, oh, I see that picture. <laughs> what What is that? Yeah. Oh, what what's puar? Like what there's a fermented tea? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. right. All all different types of things and you realize that you don't know anything and uh you're on a journey like like everyone else kind of in the world. It's, um yeah. It's the, that's the I mean, I've learned that with someone just told me the other day um distance breeds like naivety when it comes to like a topic. Like so like when you're away from a topic and you're just looking at it from a distance, you're like, oh, tea? Like, that's a, what? It's just hot leaf water. Like, that's all it is. And then when you dive into it, all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's, I remember I was mind blown when I found out that tea leaves or all tea was the, came from the same leaf. That was like, yeah. like, and like, and then I felt like, oh, I probably don't know a lot. <laughs> that was, I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> if that's what I, if that's blowing my mind. This just wait. <laughs> I was actually having that com that exact conversation with my dad the other day. Apparently, there's some on like History Channel or something like that. There is a uh, a documentary about tea, mm. and he was like, "Did you know it all comes from one plant?" I'm like, 
Yes, I did. That's great. Like, I'm so glad you know that. Um, And I started talking to him about the process and oxidization and stuff like that. Um, And it's so cool when people actually make that connection themselves, whether in like a documentary or their own research or, or, you know, however. Um, But I just thought that was a cool connection um, that he actually made. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I I remember, I think I read it on someone else's blog. (laughs) And I was like, and then like, I, I was like, I don't believe that. And then I like, dove deeper. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this is the truth? Like, why, why didn't anybody tell me this before? <laughs> I was like and mad then, at other people. <laughs> they're all different too. And then, mm-hmm. oh man, you could just go dive into so many different things based on like the region. I really like tea from Nepal. Um, it, if you haven't tried it, you need to try it. it yeah. What, what's like a specific tea from, from Nepal? It's... Well, they have like, I mean, the same variation, so like yeah. same types, but I really enjoy their black teas. Um, they're at a higher elevation usually because they're in like the Himalayans. Yep. Um, yeah. And they are just something different. Same with their mm-hmm. white teas. I, I prefer their black and white teas. Um, they just have a character that is so hard to explain, but when you drink it, you like know right away it's a tea from Nepal. At least mm. I, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested. You know, it's funny that you bring that up too, because I just got a roommate and he was born in Maryland, but at like three years old, moved to Nepal. His parents moved to Nepal. And so he grew up in Nepal. And from like three to like 16 years old, he was living in Nepal. And so it's been really nice because I've been showing him my tea collection, my tea stash, and he's been like asking. It's been fun because I've been able like to teach a lot, and it's teaching me a lot. Like, so I'm like, "Ooh, I actually don't know that answer. Let me dive deeper." Um, but now that you say this, I think I'm. I have more questions for him when he comes back home. <laughs> Tell him to bring some tea. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> his friends send him some tea from Nepal because uh, I'd be. That's that's one thing. Another thing that I'm not one thing. I have many things. Like I said, I'm. I'm not um, even close to an expert on, but the provinces where tea is grown, it's so important. And yet Mm -hmm. I feel like I lack such a knowledge about that. So like you said, where you know a tea from Nepal, if you were to just take it, I don't think I would be able to. I think the only, there's like only a couple teas that I feel like I've been able to do that with because Mm -hmm. there's just, it's so some people are amazing and they're able to like point at the map and like here's where it's from this is why it tastes like this and i think that that's what i strive to be able to do eventually um i'm able to normally separate a chinese green tea and a japanese green tea yeah but that's not really regions that's just uh that's just yeah that's, <laughs> that's just they're different mm-hmm. um but yeah no I, I i think once you try tea from nepal um Something clicks. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's magic. Um, I think <laughs> it's yeah. great. I'm 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 on board with the magic train. It's uh yeah. It's uh, there's something to it, especially like in the Himalayans. Like mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a it's a mystical place. Alone, let alone like so, it wouldn't surprise me if like you're growing tea leaves up there. Some of that magic's gonna be uh be seeping into those leaves and then seeping into yeah. your cup. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm with you. that's so cool so yeah and when you were saying about like the the chinese that's probably like the extent of my knowledge too is the with especially with green tea because Mm -hmm. that's my personal favorite i 
feel like I understand more. Um, like actually just this morning before um, jumping on this with you, I was talking with my roommate and he was asking about like, I have a dragon well, a sencha, a hojicha. Cause he asked me, he's like, just make me a tea. And I'm like, okay. So I made him uh, a kaiseki hojicha and he's like, is this black tea? I'm like, no. He's like, is it oolong? No. I'm like, he's like, is it tea? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's, I'm like, it's green tea. He's like, what? Like, no. I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's, I've just recently gotten into hojicha. Cause I know that was okay. going to be one of your March potentials too. Mm-hmm. You, oh. I guess for those listening who don't know what hojicha is, can you explain what hojicha is? Yeah. It's basically like a roasted, um, green tea it tastes a lot more um but i think it's actually made out of like more of the stems um Mm -hmm. than the actual leaves i believe just based on also looking at the um the leaves Mm -hmm. but it it has some sort of like earthy tones some warm tones roasted notes they it's just literally tastes like a hug in a cup yes it's so good yeah another one another one that i uh I speak with my hands, so I'm going to, like, be tangled up <laughs> in all these wires. the microphone a little. <laughs> um, it was one of those that I, at first, I wasn't sure about because it, it's just yeah. so different than mm-hmm. anything else. Um, but I, I I fell in love with that one. That one is, it's just such a warming, feel-good tea. Yes. Yeah, those roasted-type flavored teas I remember trying them when I was younger, like in high school and not, I was like really not about them. Like I just did not like them. So like a Gen Maicha was, I just hated actually at first. (laughs) And so like I stayed away from that stuff. Like I was more towards like the Jasmine greens, like the floral, the, the lighter Sencha. Um, and, and then I grew to love Matcha, but recently I've got like good quality Gen Maicha, the Hojicha. And it like, it, it blew my mind. <laughs> it, like, I, like you said, like truly, especially in the wintertime here, it's like, it's just such a nice soothing cup that gives you a hug from the inside. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's like the best way to describe it. it. It's so odd because you really have to prepare yourself because it's just not, it's not like your typical when people think of green tea. I feel like they normally think of just like these really like crisp vegetal notes, um, some sweetness, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it's just, it's just different. It's weird thinking that it's even a green tea just because a lot of its character is different. Um, but it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. I know. And like, oh man, I know I'm, I'm just excited because I want to keep diving. It's like just green tea alone. Like I said, that's my favorite. So I want to dive like super deep into all the green teas, but then I'm trying now to get into black teas because I'm like, a lot of people love black tea. And so it's like, I, that's, is that your favorite? Yeah. What's, yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite? Black tea. Black tea? I, like, I what's... drink probably the smoky black tea. The smoky black tea. <laughs> I, yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> is there, so when you say smoky black tea, see, I'm, I'm a novice when it comes to black teas. So what's a smoky black tea? It's literally um, black tea, so it could be any any type of black tea, and then it's normally smoked sometimes over pine, sometimes over mm. different types of wood. So the smoke actually like integrates itself into the tea leaves. At least that's how. So there there's some you know uh, 
disagreements on whether our version kind of like in the U.S. is actually authentic. Mm. Some people just add kind of more like mesquite type um, kind of flavorings to it and they'll call it around the same thing. Yeah. Um, but it's very good, very aromatic. Um, I just like the ones, they just feel like you're holding a bonfire almost and you're like, nice. yeah. you're right there. So hopefully... Hopefully that kind of does it justice. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely, um, I'm there. Like, I, I, I feel like I can picture it. I've mm-hmm. not tried something like that yet. Um, is there, I guess, shout out like a brand or something that people can try? Cause or like I could try cause I'd be a open. There, there's a couple that I really enjoy. Uh, one that I absolutely loved my entire experience start to finish. Um, it's a little bit more on the pricey side, but it's mm-hmm. from a company called shifting senses. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an exquisite one that you can, and they tell you everything about the brewing instructions um, to get the best experience. Nice. Uh, but it's like comes in, I think, like one serving container, but it's a beautiful container. I don't know. I was just like, yeah. I was looking at it. I'm just like <laughs> holding in my hand. <laughs> Love it. That's um, awesome. That that is one that I definitely recommend. Um, just because the the quality in some like lapsing zushangs can really it, it really depends on sometimes the vendor and and just the quality overall of the leaves and stuff like that so finding a good one is uh you want to find it and hold on to it forever nice yeah yeah that's a, f- a lot of people ask me that's another thing i'm trying to get better at is like finding high quality brands because mm-hmm. a lot of people they ask me about brands and like I have the ones that like I like, but I'm like at the same time like I feel like there's a lot out there that I'd love to explore and just to yeah, like that just like really source it well and and get some good quality stuff. So so it's nice. So what was that brand called again? Shifting Senses. Shifting um, Senses. That's their like US brand, but they have um a tea farm back in China that they um I believe they live there. But the nice. shifting U.S. or shifting senses is their U.S. like market brand. Yeah. <laughs> However, yes. that word goes. Yeah, eh, I I think I'm I'm there with you. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people understand. <laughs> cool. Well, okay. So you you kind of talked about it before. You write for the T and Me blog. Mm-hmm. That is Take me. Take me through. T- that is you. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) So when did this start? When did like you realize, oh my gosh, I want to start a tea blog? So it's a weird history. Um, My my tea journey and my tea blog really go hand in hand uh, for for me. There's no really start, uh, like something, you know, that happened that I'm like, oh, this is tea for me. Like, you know, this is this is it. Um, I just kind of liked it. Um, I, I know I joked a- around with my friends about owning a tea, something tea related in high school. Yeah. And in college, I was taking a couple classes. I, I was a business major, so I, I got my degree in management information systems, a minor in entrepreneurship. Mm. So many times in these classes, you have to build a business plan. And me being the tea lover that I was, I would always try to put it around tea somehow. Yeah. Um, so I made a business plan um, 
and I had like step by step of what I was going to do to achieve this business plan. And the first step was start a blog. Um, so I didn't have a name for it yet, but just start a blog, gain some sort of following so I could have, you know, people who kind of knew about me. Yep. That's, that's what gain a following is. But, um, and then reach out to companies and basically start like this e-commerce site for small businesses. That was okay. like the business plan. Yeah. Um, and to do that, I had to design kind of like some of the elements. My mom made a logo and we, I was talking with one of my mentors and I was telling him about my idea and I mentioned the phrase tea and me. And I was like, oh, I still don't have a name for it. And he was like, ah, there you go. Tea and me. Oh my goodness. I'm slapping <laughs> all the wires here. I'm not used to this. Um, and so I had a name, I had somewhat of a design, um, and so I was like, all right, maybe I'm going to actually do this. Maybe I will launch a blog and we'll see if it goes anywhere. Um, that was kind of like, I feel like I was very nonchalant about the whole process. I was like, oh, if it works, it works, you know. Yeah. But I wanted to build up a bunch of content. So when I launched, I had like five posts ready or something like that. And I just kept procrastinating. All of the content that I wrote was very forced. And I had it on the Wix platform at first. Mm -hmm. And one day I was editing and writing and I accidentally launched the blog. <laughs> was <Amazing>. not ready <laughs> yeah um, amazing five seconds later i uh unlaunched <laughs> and then yeah, let's undo uh, undo that and i looked at the prices on that platform and they were so expensive i'm like why did i choose this platform why did i spend oh, the last yeah. like three months planning it on here and i went quickly found a different host wordpress and i basically launched it the next day mm -hmm. um and then I launched my social media and that's, it's like a weird tangly story um, just because it doesn't make a lot of sense in some ways, but um, it just kind of happened by happenstance and through kind of these business plans that I was building up in my classes. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool because you took something like an assignment for a mm -hmm. class, but you actually pursued something that you enjoyed like you actually like yeah. took the assignment almost like personally because i know like trust me a lot of us in college i think it's an assignment and you just need to get it done so like whatever you're mm -hmm. just gonna first thing that comes to mind just get it done and whatever but like you kind of actually set yourself up nicely for the future which yeah. is which is cool because <laughs> i can uh speak personally like i wish i would have started in college it took me uh until like three years after college to to really start pursuing this yeah, it, it was, I had a really good professor who, um, like, I, I don't remember all the logistics and stuff like that of what went behind just kind of the scenes before launching. Um, but he, I remember him like supporting me and this presentation you, you had, he was like, make it a business pitch. And he like mm. singled me out in class. He goes, Danielle's going to start a tea store. Um, and she has this whole plan. And I was like, I remember looking at him. I'm <laughs> like, oh my goodness, someone believes in me. Obviously, now I'm just awesome. still with the blogging. Uh, I don't have any plans of continuing with the rest of that business plan. Okay. Um, but I, I, I found something that kind of came around a little <laughs> casually, and I yeah. love it so much. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so when you blog, what is like, I guess, what's like the goal of your posts when you when you decide to like when you're thinking of like i want to write something what's like the underlying goal behind t and me 
so I think of tea in me as almost my like tea diary. Um, nice. Okay. So when I first started creating content, it was topics, experiments, things that I was interested in and I wanted to research. And I was like, you know, I bet there's someone here who's thinking the same thing as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one thing that came into mind was I took like, I took a bath and I put tea in it. Mm. And I was like, I just want to see like, is there any benefits from this? Is there, is there yeah. anything more to yeah. it? Yeah. And that was, that's been, that was like one of my first posts. And that's been probably one of my top performing posts, even to this day. Really? And I was like, well, that was, must be something people are curious about. Um, I'm curious about it. Like what? Okay, <laughs> so let, let's dive into that a little bit. <laughs> what, what tea did you use? Like, I, so I, I had a huge box of like Lipton tea. I personally don't really drink Lipton. Yeah. Um, I agree. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've, nothing against it. If I've you... kind of shit on Lipton, Lipton a lot on this podcast. So I'm, I'm sorry if you're out there, Lipton. Like, don't send like, to, like bust my knees in or something. Because I'm sorry. Oh man, you're in I know. Trouble. <laughs> I'm just asking for some trouble here. They're a big company. They are. Um, I had a bunch of extra ones and I was trying to figure out kind of um, experiments around using it since I don't mm. really consume it. And I had done some research on it, preliminary research on the benefits of using tea and the skin. Um, and I, I think I use like five. I still use it to this day. Um, if I'm not feeling good or my skin, I have autoimmune issues. So I have a lot of skin mm. issues. Um, so it helps quite a bit with some, some of those um it just it just made me feel good and i was like you know i don't know if this is like some sort of placebo i just wanted to use tea in every aspect of my life um but it it's something that i continue to do and i guess other people were interested in so that's that's really the tone that i kind of set even with these um these like monthly deep dives into teas i i'm not a a subject matter expert i'm i will 100 percent always say that Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm learning, I'm researching and I'm just trying to share kind of what I found. And then hopefully if a person has something to add to that, they'll, they'll go in my comments and they'll add. So then we can just start building upon knowledge on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like the main goal. I yeah. would say you're running, I mean, you're running like live experiments basically. <laughs> and that's, that's cool. I, yeah. I appreciate that having a science background, <laughs> That's something that does interest me. Like, that's the stuff that I think is exciting because, like, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. Like, just staying on the tea bath topic, it's like <laughs> I've heard a lot of great things for tea and your skin and mm-hmm. and helping out. Like, the, so it's like you kind of took it to the next step. Like, all right, well, let's try it out. Let's see what happens. And then you did it. Did you? Wait, did you I'm sorry. You said you used Lipton. Was it like a black tea, green tea? What kind of tea? Black tea, yeah. Black tea? Okay, cool. I have a bunch of their black tea bags. The only thing that I will say, some people did point out that, um, you know, your, the skin's your, your largest, what is it, an organ? Yeah. I never took anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> like, now we all know. <laughs> I, I have no idea what, what is this. Um, but they're like, hey, it's it's your biggest organ. Um, mm-hmm. You should probably make sure you're putting good ingredients on it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's that's fair. Um, that's that's a fair statement, and I will take that in consideration. But at the same time, 
I'm not going to use my really good tea for my bath. <laughs> yeah, I want to drink that stuff. <laughs> I want to drink that. Or if I have maybe like some old, maybe expired tea, maybe I'll use that. But yeah. the Lipton is just so convenient. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. If you, Especially if you have a lot of, because I'm the same way. I have like a whole bunch of tea still from like when I didn't know what tea was like what good quality tea was like i have like a bunch of tea bags that are just like organic green tea bags <laughs> it's like now i've actually found have you ever made like a scrub out of tea like a body no scrub? i've i've seen a lot of um recipes for it but i've actually never tried it myself yeah i um this year for so actually my first time doing it was like four years ago for christmas i made my mom some <laughs> some tea mm. scrub because i was like i, I don't know why i actually don't know where it came from it, it just came to mind and then i i redid it this year and this year I, me- I remember the first time i did it, it was like really really oily and then it, it was good it was good i mean it made your skin feel great but like <laughs> it was like a little too much and like this time i, I kind of perfected it where or the like, what i like it's still when you use olive oil which was the base and then I put like lavender and green tea okay. into it, like a lavender essential oils. The smell, if you don't, I mean, it's a, it's a very potent, <laughs> let's just say, because <laughs> uh, there's olive oil, lavender, and green tea all in one. I feel like that would be my hesitancy of just like putting olive oil on my skin. On your... I know people do that. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe or like a coconut oil, maybe. I don't know, that, that, seems, that seems nice. That seems that's nice. A, yeah, actually, I don't know why. Because I followed a recipe and olive oil was what it was called for. And yeah, like you like you said, it's, um, I don't know, maybe a little hesitant. And, and the smell, like coconut oil, if you don't, mm-hmm. a lot of times doesn't have too strong of a smell. Yeah. So if you like mask it with the lavender essential oil or something like that, that could be, uh, that could be really pleasant. Yeah. I love <laughs> finding different ways of using tea leaves. Yeah. Um, mm. So, so some of the things that I do, um, recently my mom and I try to dry out our tea leaves after using them. Yeah. Um, and then we store them in containers and then in the spring we'll spread them all around our garden yeah. um, as like a type of compost of sorts. Yeah. Not really compost because they aren't, you know, wet or yeah. anything. They're, not, they dry. Mm-hmm. But if you can tell me how to store wet leaves, I would be all ears they just uh, yeah <laughs> honestly it's uh I'm, I'm doing the same thing right now on my windowsill right above my sink kitchen sink i have mm-hmm. like a big mason jar full of tea leaves and i'm like what am i doing with this <laughs> i don't i have a garden so i'm like i guess i'll just wait till spring and maybe sprinkle it mm-hmm. in there but uh, <laughs> like what am i doing <laughs> like i don't and i because you also painted with tea leaves mm-hmm. which I was just- super cool yeah, looking for the painting. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, where is this? So, take me through that process. You you painted the actual leaf, mm-hmm. and then yeah. So like, what? I guess yeah. Take me through that. So it was part of a project that I did with another Instagrammer um, called It's Tea Babe. Uh, that's her handle. We did a September sip down um, where you had to try to drink more of your teas, and there's little challenges to try to prompt you to drink more. Mm-hmm. Um, One of them was to find a fun way of reusing your tea leaves. And so I I wasn't sure at first what I was going to do. Um, And I just sat down and um, kind of thought for a second. I I had done a uh, session with my guy Juan earlier. And I just 
kind of looked at the leaf. I'm like, that's a really pretty leaf. Mm. Like I want, I want to do something with this. And I just took a piece of paper. I drew out the brief uh, outline of Gaiwan and I kind of just winged it. I didn't think it was going to go pretty well. Um, I I didn't think it was going to go well at all, Mm -hmm. but it it turned out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like the, I don't know if it was a time lapse or if you just like Mm kind of recorded yourself doing it the whole time. I was watching that and it's, um, yeah, it was like really cool. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is one, just such a creative way of kind of recycling your tea leaves like or reusing Mm -hmm. something like that. And two, it came out to be a really beautiful picture. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) And it was, so like, I think, well, one, you used, it was cool because you used like good quality leaves. Mm -hmm. So you could actually have the nice leaf structure that you could see on, on the picture, on the painting. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important. And then, like I said, just the creativity aspect of it. Yeah. I find that it's the easiest with oolongs that are rolled oolongs. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Or even um, like more tippy teas that have so uh, like uh, golden tips or uh, white silver needle. Those are both really good ones because a lot of times they're um, the structure of the leaf is pretty intact. Yeah, Um, I think probably just due to less processization. Yeah, that that would make sense. I know because again, I was talking with my roommate about there were I have some oolong that is rolled into such tight little balls and when i put it and steep it like in my in my little teapot and then like when i open the teapot and see the leaf it's like a almost like an inch long leaf inch more long yep. leaf and i'm like how did you come in like, where did you come from <laughs> where are you yeah. how did you get here yeah like what did i just perform magic what is this it's like i was like i did not expect the this whole leaf to be and like with the stem and everything like mm-hmm. it's like and like there's multiple like branches coming out of it. I'm like oh my gosh like you're beautiful <laughs> where did you come from <laughs> I have the same reaction my one struggle with oolongs is I always put too many leaves in because yes. they're just so small <laughs> right and I I don't expect them to expand as much as they do so I'm in my guy one and I'm like holding it together cuz it's like yep just overflowing it's- the leaves <laughs> like oh I did too much. I know. I'm the same way. Because I get excited. I like stronger teas. And so I I get excited sometimes and add just a lot. And then, (laughs) like you said, if it's like one of those like things, all of a sudden I like open up my teapot and yeah, it's overflowing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, geez. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Did not mean to do that. But then it just gives me good quality leaves going um, or good quality tea. I have like many steeps out of it. Which is nice. Yeah. I, uh, oh man, I just lost my whole train of thought there. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It was going to be so poetic too. I don't know what it was, but I just remember it being poetic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good thought. That's all good I remember. Thought. Oh, I remember. <laughs> there it is. It's funny how that works. Just needed a second. It, the it, yeah. matcha's finally kicking in. There, oh um, yeah. The second that Altheanine. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, I think I actually like almost sabotaged some of my tea drinking because mm-hmm. I do put it probably at least a half teaspoon more than you're, you should every single cup. Yeah. Just because sometimes when you measure it out, you're just like, no, it needs like, more. It, just it needs, needs more. more. Yeah. <laughs> and so now when I actually measure it out like to its what you're supposed to, I'm like, this tastes a little weaker than it should. 
Yep. I think I've sabotaged I, my taste buds. You're right. I, yeah, I know. If I go to like someone who makes a proper cup of tea, I'm mm-hmm. probably, like you said, I'm I'm sabotaging myself to, <laughs> too because I, I've... And I think it comes from when I first started my tea journey. It was a tea bag in a in boiling, like a green tea bag in boiling water for hours. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and so it would get super bitter and like super. And so like I was kind of, ex- I grew because I drank that for years. Literally, like that's just, I was very naive when it came to tea. It was, I just grew to like the bitterness that came with green tea. And now I realize I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I doing? Like, (laughs) you're ruining the tea. (laughs) It's terrible. I think we all have a story probably somewhat similar of just leaving, when you you don't know, just leaving that tea bag in. Mm -hmm. I like, I feel like... um, I used to hate black tea, and it's my favorite now, yeah. but because I didn't make it at all right, and it was always bitter, always like really astringent, and mm-hmm. I would drink this. I'm like, how do people drink this? Right. Um, and then now I, I just know how to brew it, yep. and it's so simple. Like it's so weird how something just like a minute of time can completely change the flavor. Yep. Of the flavor, tea. the and see that that's what excites me about tea kind of similar to you what excites me is like i like diving into what's going on in that cup like why does that minute make a difference like (laughs) what's the chemical composition that just changed like what what happened there like that's (laughs) it's wild to me and so i've tried to dig deeper into that i think i'm so far i haven't found too many people who are too interested in it but i'm gonna keep going because i like it (laughs) i mean it's it's interesting all I know is that hot water accelerates the brewing process. Mm-hmm. And so it releases the um, like the chemicals, I think, a little faster. Then when you cold brew it, it allows everything to like mildly come to a stopping point. Yeah. But like hot water accelerates the entire brewing process, which is why you can overdo it. Yep. I don't. I also did not do very well in chemistry class. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, yeah, that's pretty much like... Add heat to a chemical reaction, and it acts as a as a um, I'm blanking on the word, but it speeds it up. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, and so it makes it makes perfect sense. So do you cold brew a lot? I suck at cold brewing. How can you suck at cold brewing? Isn't I don't like, know. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't you just like? <laughs> not, I, no offense, but how do you suck at cold brewing? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. I think it's because I, I go, I save like old jars. Um, so if I have like, you know, you go and get a tea or something in a glass jar at like the gas station or something, yeah. I'll save that and I'll, I'll use it for cold brewing or some sort of brewing. Okay. I just, I think I, I, I don't do well with the ratio of water to leaves. Okay. I, 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 it just all confuses me. And every single one that I've tried to make is normally really astringent and mm. just too too strong and weird um so what i actually end up doing and it works pretty well it is still i guess a form of cold brewing but mm. if i have a session with my gaiwan and i feel like there's more that the leaves can give i will put that in uh water and i will let that seep overnight just to have an extra session that that tea gives me and nice. i feel like i do that well yeah <laughs> so maybe not all cold brewing but 
in general, I really suck at cold brewing. So, because you can oversteep a cold brew, right? I, you know, I didn't think you could, and then I did it, and I don't know how I did it. Mm, okay, because I'm, I'm trying to think, because my rule of thumb for cold, I, I mean, I have some cold brews, granted a lot of them are herbal teas, so it's like, you can't really overdo an herbal tea. Um, but like I have some cold brews that have been in my refrigerator for like weeks now. And I just kind of like sip on it casually. Like, and it's, it's I like it. it. It tastes good to me. But maybe I'm, again, in, my, in the minority here. <laughs> well, no, no. Um, I, I think I just, the ratio of leaves that I always put, I think it makes it almost too strong for my personal taste buds. Okay. And so it goes back to that. Because I've yeah. made somewhat semi-successful cold brews for like my family before. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They just, sometimes they don't work out for me. But I do know one thing you have to be careful about is um, I do have a tendency to start a cold brew and then I forget about it. Yep. And uh, you just have to watch for the consistency because if it starts getting a little bit like syrupy or thicker, uh, that means that there's bacteria present. Mm, okay. So you just, when you said a couple weeks there, I was like... <laughs> Maybe just, just, just check. Well, Maybe. yeah, just, yeah, I just saw your check. face. I was like, uh-uh, should I not said that? <laughs> I, was I, trying to, I was trying to keep a very uh, neutral face and I failed. <laughs> I failed very hard. It's, hey, it's okay. I'm still here. I'm, yeah. I'm kicking. Nothing, nothing's too wrong with me yet. <laughs> that I, at least that I think people could debate otherwise. It's whatever you prefer. Honestly, I feel like there actually is no rules for tea. It's whatever you prefer. If- it's that's true. That is that's very true cuz I know like I'll with my dad whenever I bre- brew him a cup of tea and like I brew it properly his like response to all tea that I've given him is like, "Oh, it's mild." And I'm like, "It's a that's a completely different tea that I just gave you and you just said they're both mild? Like, no. <laughs> Give me more." Like that's that's wrong. But then I'll brew a, like a in my opinion, a bad cup of tea because I just like let it steep for at a high temperature for super long. And he's like, he's like, yeah, it's good. It's strong. I'm like, come on. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I experienced that same thing. I will brew what I think is like the perfect cup of tea Mm -hmm. and they'll drink it. They'll be like, oh, it's good. Yeah. And for some reason, uh, my fiance loves keeping the tea bag in. He's like, oh, it's extra flavor. I'm like, no. No, it's not. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you you hurt me. And then I'll try to like sneak the tea back out of his tea. That's As long as he's drinking tea, you know. Um, Yeah. Even if he keeps the bag in there. I guess. A long time. <laughs> I see the pain. Yeah, I see the pain in the your pain, eyes. The pain's a little there. No, exactly. I'm, I'm just glad that he's drinking tea, so. Yeah. But he does have the same, like, oh, yeah, no, extra flavor. And I'm like, if you want extra flavor, put another tea bag in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So have you ever messed around with, like, milk in, in tea? Yes. Uh, I actually, back in September, that was another one of the prompts was cold brewing tea and milk oh that's interesting it's really good it's not something i would like say i want every single day it's definitely just every now and then um but i think i brewed like a earl gray Mm. and it 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 just tasted extremely creamy and then i kind of experimented and i had like a cream liqueur i was like i wonder how this would be yeah (laughs) and all the different stuff um tea and milk are very interesting um 
that's actually something that if you ever want to look at the chemistry component yes. of that, because I've heard very conflicting things about Same. tea and adding milk and how apparently milk can cancel out some of like the, pro the proteins in milk can cancel out some of the health benefits of tea. Yes. That's what I've heard. I've heard that as well. And it's on my list of things to dive into because like you said, and I've even heard like if you add tea to milk or milk to tea, like so the, mm -hmm. the way you add it changes what goes on too like it's like it's a weird science um and i guess that this is i don't know enough about it to really speak on it yet mm -hmm. but i'm very interested in because uh, that's another thing i just i never got into milk and tea um the the first time i tried it was when i was in ireland and it was just offered all the time and i'd always say no and then finally like a couple days in i'm like I've never tried this. Like, why am I saying no so quick? And so then I tried it and I actually like, really liked the flavor. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, I like this. And so yeah. I did it out there. But then when I came back, I was like, nah, I'm going to go back to my, <laughs> my normal ways. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something that I don't normally add milk to normal teas. But when I'm making like chai or something or, a, you know, obviously a latte, you know, depending on that. But I, these wires are really... <laughs> I have karate chopped this my earbuds probably four times. <laughs> well, I think we're still good. I don't think we haven't lost connection yet, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. If I just end, you know, I just yeah. accidentally well, went no. too hard. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so so you mentioned too with the liqueur, you mess around with tea cocktails, right? Yes. Yeah, I know that's a. In, in interest of a lot of people. So let's talk about that for a little. I wouldn't say I'm the best because I think I have a lot of ways to improve. I'm a big wine person and I've, I've, I've found that, I think I willed it into existence. Um, mm -hmm. I just, growing up, I was like, oh, wine is so classy, you know? I just, that's what I want to drink when I'm yeah. older. And then I just, I, I, you know, turned 21 and, and started drinking it. <laughs> yeah, here I am. <laughs> I, I manifested it into existence. Yes. Um, but, like, my favorite thing to do with tea is to find kind of more, like, common recipes and then mm -hmm. find a way of substituting tea into it. So, one thing that I did once was I made, like, a peach bellini um, mm. and I substituted some of the peachy aspects for a very strong peach tea. And then I also added some frozen peaches. I think it was for my birthday I made it. I was like, try my drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Forcing people like they can't say no. It's your birthday. <laughs> can't say no. You have to try this. Yep. Um, I've also made some like Moscow mules. Um, I yeah. have a very very strong. Oh, you no. Did... Maybe you haven't tried. I feel like you would like it a lot. It's like I a... probably would. I love Moscow mules. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, a... That's it. Sold. That's sold. <laughs> End of podcast. Um, <laughs> So there's a there's a tea that's this is also one of my favorites. It's a red date ginger cube um, from Whoa. Red Root Shop. A red it, date ginger cube. Hold up. Yeah. Let's talk about that. What is that? So like, Ooh. is it so it has? It's a. Is it a cube? Okay. Yeah. Tell me. It's I'm, I'm it's basically like a cube. So it's like in the cube, you just put it into water and like stir it in, and then Ooh. it has pieces of like dates and ginger in it. So sometimes you can use a strainer if you don't want 
to chew while you're drinking. Oh, I want that. Um, <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> it also has like brown sugar and I think something called like longin, loganin, longin. It's another ingredient. So that's like four ingredients in it. Very, very potent ginger. Like the mm. strongest probably uh, punch to the neck ginger you can think mm. of in a tea. I love that. I love it too. Yeah. I, I know it's not for everyone, but it is probably, it's one of my top teas um and so i've made it before and i've put it as a base for a moscow mule yeah it was very good oh my gosh that sounds amazing <laughs> like re- all right you're, you're gonna have to give me all of these after the show after yeah. the show like text them to me i'm gonna put them and don't worry everyone i'm gonna put these in the show notes so you can try them too <laughs> um because yeah that sounds incredible like you said the the spiciness of like a good mm-hmm. ginger like for me i've not found like a ginger tea that's already like prepackaged that is the same as like taking fresh ginger and just steeping that like it's close i would say okay because i like that's like something i'm i love ginger ginger is like one of those herbs that i have just always just kind of used again since high school mm-hmm. like when i started to drink tea and herbs and stuff like that yeah ginger was like the first one and oh man it is yeah it's nice (laughs) i I like it so the fact that you're saying you're gonna make or you make this uh moscow meal with it (laughs) again have you ever had like um a oh my gosh what's called Uh, an agave meal i think is what it's called where you put you put tequila instead of uh vodka which i know is not for everybody i i'm one of those people i like tequila so (laughs) I, I I feel like I tend more towards vodka drinks, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't really tried a really good tequila drink. So yeah, but I, I tend to stay towards my wine now. I'm like I don't go outside of it. It's- yeah, that's something. So again, I was talking with my roommate about this because he he loves wine and stuff, and so we were talking about. It and he's like he was like, oh, you don't like wine, but he's like, you like tea, and I'm like. I know it's like a kind of a, a hand in hand thing that mm-hmm. I don't really, I've never, my wine experience to me, I'm like the beginner tea drinker where it's like, yeah, it all tastes the same to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't taste the notes. I don't taste all the, all of that stuff. So he's like, he's like, by the time I move out, he's like, you're going to be drinking some wine. I'm like, all right, if you can, if you can <laughs> convince me like about like, like, and I know like, the difference between like a Pinot Noir, a Chardonnay, like a, mm-hmm. a Merlot. Like I know that, but like, eh, that's the extent. <laughs> it's like I could tell the difference between green tea and black tea. Eh, that's like the extent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, like I said, I think I I conjured my love of wine into existence. I yeah. My uh, my great uncle, he lives in California and he, he makes his own wine. Ooh, so, that's awesome. I know I grew up and like every time he would come to Michigan, he'd bring wine with him and I'd always be like, oh, I want to try it so bad. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, my fiance and I, we flew out last year. Uh, that's actually where he proposed. Um, oh, nice. And we went wine tasting. And apparently if you make wine in California, you can kind of like put your business card on, on the wine table, mm-hmm. like when you're at the tasting places and they'll just give you free tastings. Oh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's um, amazing. <laughs> so we went wine tasting because uh, I wanted my like, I wanted him to kind of teach me 
how to drink wine, what to look for, and stuff like that. And yeah. we fell in love with one of the wineries there, and I now get like their wine by the case. It's oh my it's, gosh. it's bad. Shout shout them out. What's the what's it called? Oh, I'm not gonna say it correctly. Oh. But it's like Mikkel okay. Schlumberger. <laughs> you can't say that right. What the heck? <laughs> it looks like it looks like Michael Schlumberger. <laughs> That's another That's one you're gonna have like. to you're gonna have to text me and I'll I'll throw in the in the show. Yeah. I'm all about like shouting out cool companies and I want people to experience them and that's kind of <laughs> one of the purposes of this podcast is to, well, to let expand expand the uh, some brands too. So no, that's that's super cool. That's um again you're you talking about that stuff really makes me want to uh, I don't know explore it explore it a lot. But like again, Drink it's wine? expensive. It's expensive, and I got, I'd rather spend money on my tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that one, but they had, I think it must have been because it was like their fire season in California, but they had okay. these really amazing deals where mm-hmm. normally it's like a 40 to $60 dollar bottle of wine, and it was like $15 a bottle. Whoa, that's yeah. a very <laughs> good deal. Yeah. It was very 60% tempting. off or something. Yeah, 70% off. Dang. <laughs> so it just worked out i guess yeah and it's when you said that your uh, uncle makes wine um that reminded me i kind of suppressed this because it turned out horribly i tried to make my own wine once and at home i tried to make it just in like some mason jars just super janky setup where um i literally put like blackberries and peaches like in two separate mason jars and let it I found this recipe online and I was like, all right, it's super easy. Like I could just do that and Mm -hmm. let it sit for months on my countertop and try it. And I remember when I tried it, I was like, there's alcohol in this, but (laughs) I don't know if I should be (laughs) drinking this. Like this is one of those things. Yeah. Like you said, with the the syrupy, I'm like, "Mm, there's something going on here. And I felt different after like a glass of it. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I just I like know. that. I felt different. <laughs> Not um, necessarily good or bad, just, just different. Different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So don't, I, and that's please, no one go out there and be like, oh, well, this guy did it and he turned out fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not condoning this. Don't, don't go trying to make, go try and make your own wine, please, and blame me. If it turns out bad. Yeah, he said he felt different, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I felt different. (laughs) Changed him. Yeah, it did. (laughs) So, okay, so with this um, kind of monthly tea uh, experiment you kind of got going on where you're trying a different tea, I guess first off, do you – I don't know if I want to dive back into the matcha. Like what's what's like the the goal for you to kind of is just – learn more right Mm -hmm. about tea okay yeah it's it's to learn more and um almost like pay a little bit more respect to the tea i like to Mm. think i'm pretty respectful in my tea practice um Mm. but like with i i keep referencing to kind of like the masala chai month last month just because Mm -hmm. it you know it's it's done now and i can look back um i did not know how much went into just like the culture around chai and how well, what yeah like what about it a little like share a little bit of that knowledge so when i first like before i did this series 
I feel like I always felt kind of odd um, making chai because I always felt like I didn't have the proper ingredients. I, you know, I just got very much in my head about everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I talked with some people, um, Chai Struck from her yeah. name's Tanisha. Yeah, shout out. Amazing Tanisha. person. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> um, she helped me kind of make the realization that it's not necessarily about the ingredients. It's not necessarily about um, the, it, like, it's not about the ingredients and not, it's not about having to have like ginger, cardamom, uh, clove. It's, it's not about that because yeah. people would make it out of whatever. Some people wouldn't use tea. Some people would. It's really about like coming together and just like making it. Like uh, when you, beautiful. when you come into a house, the first thing that you would be offered um, is, you know, chai and water. Do you want some? Yeah. And bringing people together or, or having some time alone for yourself. Mm. It's, it was kind of more about that. And I was like, why was I in my head about this? Like I would, I would be thinking that I, I was making it wrong and mm-hmm. felt like I was more inadequate because I couldn't make it right. Uh, cause I didn't know what I was supposed to taste. Um, and so it was, it was a very interesting journey, kind of that one, because you have to almost like get over your preconceived notions of what chai is mm-hmm. and start going into what, uh, what it actually is and going on that journey. That's, I, I love that. Cause that's, we talk so much. I mean, we're like an hour into this. We, we were talking so much about like the right way of <laughs> brewing a cup of tea. And I, at the end of the day, like you, you mentioned this before and you just talked about it now. He's like, there's no right way to do it. It's the, it's about brewing a cup of, something yummy and sharing it whether sharing it with yourself and just kind of like like you said like honoring whatever mm-hmm. that is either like your personal space honoring just that time to drink that cup honoring the past whoever like just the tea yeah. culture or honoring those if you're sharing it with people like just being able to like honor that other person and to share it with them and enjoy that little moment that you have with them and so at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter whether you have just a bunch of tea bags and like that's all the tea that you have access to, or you have some spices that you can throw in a pot and add mm-hmm. some water. It's like, it's it's more about the experience rather than the actual drink itself. Yeah. And I love that. I love it's, that a lot. It like, it put a lot into perspective for me just because I feel like um, many times at least in, in sometimes the tea community, if you feel like you didn't do it right, you didn't do justice to the tea, you didn't do mm. justice to the culture. And it was very reassuring that um, there not necessarily is a right way. It's it's more about sharing time together and being together and having times for yourself. Um, I just thought that was a very important lesson that I kind of learned. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting to. I was just expecting to dig into the history and origin and everything about masala chai, not have this kind of more like earth shattering yeah. revelation. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. No, that's it's a good reminder because I, I do the same thing. I get caught up in, I don't know, like just all about the tea. You can get caught up in the flavors, you get caught up in mm-hmm. like the health benefits, you get caught up in every, like so many little details. But at the end of the day, it's just about kind of. Like, I think truly, like you said, tea was just there to share with other people. And just yeah. it was a time to 
to sit down, kind of enjoy enjoy an experience more than anything. Yeah, I think uh, I think tea has helped me in many ways uh, slow down and kind of reflect on myself. So I try to now. Um, I don't like being very dependent on things. Uh, so I will take days off where I just drink like herbal teas. Um, so I can kind of make sure that I'm not dependent on caffeine. That's like a very important thing to me. Um, and I think tea has just kind of taught me that it's, you know, you, you can enjoy something you can find kind of like this, this is getting kind of cheesy now, but like, I almost feel like I am more, um, what's the word? reflective now when I drink tea and I think it's it's really formed me as a person because I try to think of when I'm drinking tea I'm thinking of the people who created this tea um how like one single rolled tightly rolled oolong Mm -hmm. actually had a lot of effort behind it um and I was actually talking to one of my coworkers, and he's like no 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 they mass produce this stuff I'm like well they don't mass pursue, they do not. Like there is, no matter what tea, there's so much effort that went behind it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's just something that I'm trying to make sure that I do kind of like honor when I'm drinking tea. If I oversteep it, you bet you I am, I'm going to still drink that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'll cringe a little oh. bit, <laughs> but, but I will still drink it because I don't want to waste the effort that went into it. Yeah. Oh no, it's, again, that's a, that's a beautiful message and sentiment to, to kind of just think on and enjoy, enjoy on. So, I mean, I have like countless more questions. Um, I know we are running low on time though. And so <laughs> we're going to have to do this again. Yeah. Whether, whether you like it or not, we're going to have to do it again. Because <laughs> like I said, there, there's so many more things I want to end or I want to talk about. But that's a beautiful way to kind of end this conversation. Just with yes. that sentiment. I told you I'm gonna have to be back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't think I don't think you did anything too bad. So too bad, maybe. Too too. <laughs> Ooh, what did I say? <laughs> yeah. Now now you have to go re-listen. And be like, uh, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Me just like listening the whole time. Why did I? Why did I bring up wine? Why did I bring up coffee? <laughs> but, I forced uh, you into the coffee and wine. I know. I think early so, on but- too. Yeah, or, yeah, right from the get-go. So that's, that's on me. It's, it's a tea <laughs> podcast talking about coffee and wine. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but thank you so much for having me. Uh, I, it's, it's been very fun talking to you, and I, I look forward to doing this again. Maybe with some hojicha. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I'm definitely, I'm gonna, I've been eyeing it. It's over there on my kitchen counter. I think I'm going to have to go get some of that after this. But no, thank you for taking the time. And is there anyone, I guess, you want to shout out and also give yourself a plug, like where people can find you? Oh, oh, I, I have to do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah you um, got to do that. <laughs> well, so I am uh, Danielle from TME Blog. You can find me on Instagram, uh, TME Blog. Uh, yeah, that's my handle. Uh, my website is tmeco.com. That goes back to actually the entrepreneurship thing because I thought mm. like you know, tmeco. Co, yeah. Expand it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not very. It's not, some people are like, oh, tme.com. And I'm like, no, tmeco. <laughs> Co. Um, yeah, and you can basically find me anywhere at tme blog. Uh, so I, awesome. I don't know if that's a good plug, but. Oh, it's a great plug. And <laughs> anyone you want to shout out? Um. 
uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shout out some people. Uh, my one of my favorite Swedish friends, Nadia. Uh, her Instagram is Tgram Sweden. Oh, I yeah. she just sent me a package, and um, I sent her a package. There's like these little almost like marshmallowy cars in there. I've been obsessively eating them. Oh, uh, I saw. I I was very confused as to what I was so watching. <laughs> I was like, are those earplugs? But you're eating no. them. Like, what are, what are those? <laughs> They're so good. I don't know that like the texture and the taste and everything. I just love it. And so I've yeah. been like eating handfuls. I'm like, I gotta save, gotta save. Uh, so I'll just shout out her because those are delicious, and I probably will sneak a couple <laughs> before <laughs> before I jump into. A, I'm doing a tea meditation actually. Um, Wonderful. I've never meditated with tea before. I've tried and it just fails. Um, so we'll see how that goes. The tea gets cold sometimes because I forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah. That I, was this morning for me. <laughs> I like, came out of the meditation. I'm like, oh, matcha. Oh, you're really cold. <laughs> <laughs> what? That sludge on the bottom? Yeah, oh, no, I know, Just right? drink it down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Enjoy the meditation. Enjoy the rest of your day. Um, like I said, we're going to be doing this again for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you to Danielle for all of her tea knowledge and expertise. Check her out on Insta at tea and me blog or at teaandmeco.com. Thank you to Tiesta Tea for sponsoring today's episode. Check out the exciting and delicious flavors at tiestatea.com. And remember to use code TMIGOS20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. If you enjoyed the show, hit subscribe and leave a five-star review. For more tea info, check out Fresh Steeps on Instagram at Fresh Steeps or at FreshSteeps.com. And now to end today's show, the Urban Dictionary Tea Word of the Day. Today's word is matcha. Matcha, Japanese tea traditionally used for the tea ceremony made from powdered green tea leaves, prepared by whisking in a bowl with hot water. Yuki mixed matcha for us as a part of the tea ceremony. It's a very true and straightforward definition. Number two, matcha can mean many things, used to describe a loved one, a feeling, a symbol of love. Alan, I'm matcha for you. You're my matcha. That is adorable, and I'm going to use that. Number three, matcha. One of the latte mixes made by Tazo Tea Company. I guess shout out Tazo Tea. It tastes like creamy vanilla with a subtle flavor of honeydew melon. I was at the organic food store yesterday when I saw a box of Tazo Matcha residing on the shelf. Only $2.99. I asked myself, well, why not? I think I'll buy it. It was good. And number four, Matcha. A Discord server meant for chatting and meeting new friends. Open to everyone. Part of the eChat server group consisting of over 150,000 members at the time of writing. Two, uh, that's February 3rd, 2019. Join it by Googling Matcha Discord server on Google. I guess shout out to the Matcha Discord server. Did you join Matcha? I was chilling on Matcha the other day. Never heard of that. Maybe I'll have to check that out. Thank you everyone for joining the show today. Hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to seeing you next time. Mm-hmm.